The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by BlueChew.com. Get the chewables that give you the confidence you need and the performance you both want when it's time to have fun. BlueChew.com. Use code VEGAS for $20 off your first order. Now, Waddle and Sylvie. From the old National Bank State Street studio, you're listening to Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP. WSHE. HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. He leaves. He was just telling us he's got to get new towels, yeah. too. So he hasn't he's had a, new towels since 2011. 12 years. It's sort of like Soldier Field. They haven't had new towels since 2011. How often do you towel shop? Like, I mean, me what, personally? Well, no, like, how often do you need new towels? That I don't know. I think we're still using our, our towels from our wedding registry from like 2012. So I think it's been 11 years for us. So maybe that was a premature criticism of Michael for not having new towels. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how old the I, towels are. I don't like house. the new towel because I feel like the new towel isn't as ab- absorbent. Oh you got to wash it a little bit. No question. Like, I, my, my sister-in-law built, built a house in South Carolina. We went down there, and I know that they were very nice towels. I couldn't get dry because new towels just don't dry you. you got to wash the towels over. Meller's looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm telling you. New towels just don't they, they they don't dry you off as well. I mean, if they're fresh out of the you know, out of the box, and Jeff, I'm telling new, you, it's it like takes a few washes. It's like yeah, a, it's like an, it's, it's one of the strangest things yeah. in the world. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, we we expect to hear from uh, Jed Hoyer coming up here in just a minute. Uh, Marcus Stroman today, uh, it was announced after testing that he has a fracture uh, with the rib cartilage. We knew he had the rib injury uh, uh, a day ago after the hip injury, and this could be a while. Yeah. So this is, this is uh, Jed just spoke or is in the process of speaking. We're expected to hear from him shortly as he's going to join us. So maybe he'll give us more context. But um, I, think, I, I think Cap may have just texted us too. And I think he's hearing that it could be a very long time as well. I do know this. I've never had a fractured rib cartilage, but I hear any damage to your rib cartilage is ridiculously painful. Like you would rather break a rib than have rib cartilage damage from a pain situation. So I don't know the recovery time for something like that, but I know that it's supposed to be horribly painful. And, like, you can't start up again until it's completely healed. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's when he would just start rehabbing again. And he's already been on the IL for 15 days. And you're looking at six weeks left in the season. You know, the timeline, if you're even giving it a month, realistically. Then he's got to even build up to see yeah. how many innings he could pitch if you're in, the, in a playoff race yeah it, it's been a crazy like i i like again i i know i'm stuck in the moment and i know wilbon criticized me that everything is the weirdest thing you've ever seen but again this season he was dominant in the first eight weeks of the season then in june in in london everything changed in that st louis game and then the blist they he, he came out with the blister in that game and then for that 
I think it was a, like a seven or eight game stretch. He was the worst pitcher in baseball. And then he got injured. And now we'll even pitch again for the rest of the season. And then he goes from maybe wanting a long-term contract to maybe now opting in in a prove-it year for the Cubs. We'll see if that's the way it goes. Um, but I can't imagine anyone coming off this second half of the season is going to give him like a big deal like he wanted. I don't know. Yeah. There's not a good time for this to happen because, again, I think that most Cub fans were hoping that he would return to the starting rotation and be the guy that you saw the entire first half of the season. Right, right. So, Or at least pitch to his back-of-the-baseball card numbers. Right. If not be first half, Stroman be three-and-a-half, ERA three-and-a-half guy, give you five to six innings every game, um, and, and, you know, get the bullpen back settled a little bit more by the way this is completely off topic but why do you know why did rossi get bounced of the game last night kyle hendricks uh explained that he was upset over a missed balk call on the white Sox. okay like there was some people speculating that he was mad about a pitch call against saya but in and ross wouldn't clarify it on the podium but I guess Hendricks did. Hendricks, as we always say, he's one of our favorite interviews because he's usually candid. Yeah. And he was candid on the podium again, saying that it was an obvious call and it was one that he missed and it was ridiculous that all the umpires missed it and it changed the course of the game. I, I, wasn't... I don't know what a balk is. I'm not the smartest baseball guy in the world. I'm a huge fan. I don't know what a balk is. Do you, I don't guys, have... do you guys remember when the ba- missed balk happened? I don't I know, and I think just they came back from break one time, and, and I think Boog was like... Yep, they had no clue. Yeah, I was like, hey, Rossi's gone. Yeah. He was, <laughs> Rossi's yeah, gone. He was really going at By the it, way, too. how do they not... Like, tonight, the Sox are going to run Clevenger to the mound. How is he not called for a balk every time someone's on first? With that stop and start? Well, he's somebody who they Major League Baseball, in particular, pointed out during the offseason, and they told Clevenger... And also um, the Houston Astros pitcher, whose name is escaping me, they pointed their motion out in particular that they had to change it. So, I, like, I don't know if he, like, walked, you know, went through some Major League Baseball officials and discussed, hey, is this actually... I have no idea who... Because every time was, someone's on base... pointed out. Yeah. Like, by, the, by the way, too, uh, Pedro Grafal has said that Aloy Jimenez um, is uh, dealing with some hamstring tightness. Mm. Uh, and it was on the grounder. To the pitcher yesterday, so he's day to day. Is he in the lineup tonight? I have not. I, well, I haven't checked the latest lineup, so I will have to. So was that after he was jogging, or was that before he was jogging? When the fan was upset, and Stoney pointed out that, like, when 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 in the course of the game did that? Yeah, that the, the, the Stoney one was the fifth inning. I can't remember. I have to look at the. It, it, it's just score. The, the, every every tenth game. It's yeah. maybe it's not even every tenth game anymore. It's it's every seven games for Aloy. Look, he got I stepped legit- on in the fight in Cleveland. Okay, like uh, you just, it's a day that ends in a Y. There's a good chance that Aloy is going to be iffy for for the lineup. I honestly, I know uh, the caller Eric, who was on with Cap and Jay Hood, that you played earlier in the show. Sylvie said he's done with the White Sox because that bothered him as a Sox fan to see him not hustling out that play. But as a Sox fan who's watched Aloy pull up with some of the weirdest. Uh, not hamstring, but just these muscle injuries 
day, day after day, I don't. I really don't want him running hard. Can't he work out with a trainer every single day in the offseason? I mean, aren't there ways that he could get his body in shape where he could dedicate himself every day to the pliability stuff and get his body? Like, I again, like I bring up the Mahomes stuff, what Mahomes does to his body. So when he his leg bends a certain way, it doesn't break in half. There's stuff you can do these days. Does Aloy do any of this? He can't even run hard and he's in his mid 20s. Doesn't seem like that. Like that. That's that works with him. Let's bring in uh, the uh, uh, Jed Hoyer right now, who's joining us on the Car X Tire and uh, Auto Hotline. He's always great with his time with us. He just met the media at Wrigley Field, Cubs and White Sox uh, from Wrigley. Uh, Jed joining us right now. Jed, how you feeling today? I'm good. How you guys doing? We're doing well. I know you just met the media, and I'm sure you answered a ton of. Marcus Stroman question, uh, are you ruling out the possibility of him returning this season? No. I mean, this is honestly a a strange one for us because I think we're so used to kind of dealing with the same injuries over and over in baseball. You know, his elbows, his shoulders, the bleaks, kind of same same stuff over and over. And this is one that I've never encountered in my career, nor had our doctors, where it's a kind of a fracture of the cartilage of his rib near his sternum. And um, that it was, it was very surprising to us. I mean, we, um, we threw a bullpen on Sunday. Um, at the time, it went well. We assumed he was on schedule to, to pitch tonight, actually. We were excited to get him back. And um, obviously, you know, he started feeling something uh, later. We found out about it. He went and got an MRI um, on Monday, and, th- and then we found it. So we were very surprised. We're still very much in the – kind of a fact-finding part of it, talking to specialists and figuring this out. But ultimately, I think we'll know a lot more once once he's really rested it to see if the symptoms subside. Um, Because it is an unusual injury for a pitcher, we don't know if it's the kind of thing he can pitch with or not. So I would not um, say he's definitively out for the season. It could happen. Um, But at this point, this is the nature of the injury. We're going to let it rest. And um, our hope, certainly, is that he comes back and helps us down the stretch. Uh, does that mean, Jed, that Assad will get the ball every fifth day, or will you manipulate the rotation in a different manner? Um, for now, certainly the way he's pitching. I mean, he, he's thrown great for us in many different roles, you know, length in the bullpen. You know, obviously he threw great against Toronto, so that's a possibility. But, you know, we still have confidence in, in a lot of guys to, to make starts. And, you know, knock on wood, um, you know, depth is a scary thing to talk about when it comes to pitching, but – um, you know, you have to have depth to withstand some injuries. And, you know, we've been um, playing really good baseball um, without Stro for a little while now, and the hope is that that is continued. Uh, Jed, uh, truthfully, I was on board with, with selling right around the trade deadline. You know, I, I look like an ass now because <laughs> now. Uh, like what do you I, mean now? Yeah, well, you look like yeah, an ass then, every day. I, I know. And, I, and, like, I've worn it. I've worn it with a lot of Cubs fans, truthfully, on Twitter. Um was is there a moment when it became clear to you, like a game, a moment where you decided we cannot sell, we must buy? I think the talk and catch was probably the one where it became really clear. I think before that it was like trending really hard in that direction. So it wasn't like that toggled it from, from sell to buy. But I think that was when it became really clear that that was going to be the right decision to make. Um, we were playing so well. We had been playing well for a while. 
um, the vibe around the team was very much, um, you know, in support of, of, you know, keeping the group together. And, you know, I think, you know, the other thing is like the teams around us have been losing. So like, as we were winning, other teams were losing. We kept gaining ground on the wild card, kept gaining ground on first place. And then, you know, that game and you know, that catch, the emotion behind that catch, I think that certainly kind of flipped it to, you know, Hey, I think we're going to, we're going to buy here. And I, I really didn't want to get caught in the middle. I mean, to me, if you're going to sell, sell, if you're going to, if you're not going to sell, I'd love to find a way to be aggressive and, and to buy because you know that middle ground is, is sort of purgatory in my opinion. And there's reasons it happens sometimes, but generally, you know, you need to be on the, the buy side of the sell side because there's only so many times in, in the year to transact. And, you know, given that where we were, it felt like the right thing to do was to add to our offense and, uh, and keep moving forward. And that's what we did. Did any veteran come up to you in the process of this to try to convince you to not sell? <laughs> yeah, Dansby a bunch of times. We, we talked quite a bit. Um, you know, Dansby was on the IL for a while, and I think you know, Dansby on IL was a, a dangerous thing. Uh, he was almost a, a front office member during that, that point because he was kind of bored and, and antsy. So I talked to him a bunch of times. And you know, the point he made, which I think is a really interesting point, and it speaks a lot to the way his mind works, he just kept pointing out, like, you know, this, we're trying to build something right. We're trying to, we're, we're trying to build a winning culture here and you can't just like snap your fingers and say, okay, now we're, now we're winning. And he really wanted to just continue to, you know, to push. And this is before we had gained a lot of ground. He was saying, Hey, let's just keep pushing and we might make it. We might not, but we'll, we'll continue to have a winning culture. And that was his point. But, um, he's just won everywhere he's been. He wants to win. And, uh, you know, where his heart is on those things is, is fantastic. So uh, he's a better, Better shortstop than a front office member, but uh, he was really help. He was really helpful during the process, and uh, I always love the uh, the dialogue. Jed, there's obviously a, a lot more work to do, but to this point, you mentioned that the stretch of good baseball you've played. What's been the most satisfying part of what you've seen work well this year? I, I, I think one of the, a couple of things. I think you know, in, in all areas, um, you know, I think our defense, um, our infield defense, has been really excellent. Watching Gansby and Nico up the middle. Uh, Madrigal has been excellent at third. Um, you know, I, that's been really uh, satisfying to me. I think that, you know, clean baseball and good infield defense is aesthetically uh, pleasing. And it's also, you know, really important to, to you know, just to, to winning. And, and that's something that, that's been really nice. Uh, offensively, um, I can't help what my roots are. You know, I, I, I sort of like cut my teeth with the Red Sox when we had these dominant offenses in 03 and 04. And we just grinded pitchers out, saw pitches, got on base, and um, watching us, you know, lead the league in pitches per play appearance and it, per, per play appearance, grinding out uh, opposing pitchers has been really great. And I think you know, right now our lineup is is super deep, so that's been really gratifying. And then, you know, I think listen, our bullpen, um, watching those guys, you know, really be much maligned and. In you know, late April, early May, we were struggling. Our bullpen was poor, and watching those guys bounce back and really turn into a strong unit. I think that's another thing that's been really gratifying as well. So there's a lot of, a lot of good stories right now, and uh, you know we got we got a ways to go. We got to keep playing well. Uh, I'm gonna ask you a silly question. I asked Ryan Poles the same question. I asked <laughs> him. I said, uh, "Who's your favorite player?" And I know it's like having kids. You can't identify <laughs> one of your kids, and you love that kid more than others. But who's your guy, Jed? Who do you enjoy watching? Even right now. Right now. Succeed on a daily basis. Who's the guy that makes you smile? Huh, let me let me think about that for a second, because I could, I could answer it a lot of different ways. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give a, you know, I, this is not a favorite player, but 
you know, watching what Justin Steele has done uh, is really satisfying. You know, he's a guy we drafted. You know, and we had gotten a lot of deserved uh, flack for not developing enough starting pitching, enough pitching in general. Uh, you know, he had Tommy John, came up as a reliever. And just to watch the strides he's made to turn himself into a legitimate top rotation starter the last, you know, year and a half has been been really satisfying. And so that, that to me, is is great. Obviously, you know, I, I love, you know, I love the way Nico plays the game. I love the, the edge he brings every day. I love, you know, Ian Haps. You know, he's just a, such a professional and how he goes about everything. Um, so there's a lot of great stories and a lot of guys I really root for. But I think watching Steele and watching him go from a guy that, you know, where, you know, drafted him, had Tommy John, and then, you know, built his way up into this has been really something that, that means a lot to the organization. Jed Hoyer joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. There was a Carter Hawkins uh, uh, quote going around about PCA, P. Crow Armstrong, that he could be up in September. I think he had a walk-off home run uh, in the 10th yesterday for Iowa. Do you believe that that is what, what's destined for him, that he's going to help you down the stretch here? Uh, well, I, listen, Pete's been playing really well. I mean, I think if you look at his numbers since they they changed the balls in double A and then he's gone to triple A, they've been really outstanding. And, you know, for me, it, it's just that's what you want to see in your prospects. You want to see them continue to get better throughout the year and continue to improve. And he's really improved his play discipline this year, and that's been uh, his biggest focus. So he's a really good player. Uh, couldn't be more excited that we, we have him. And listen, I you know, we have to continue to play good baseball, but, you know, if there's a a role that makes sense where he can not only continue his development, but he can help us. That may well make sense, but uh, we're definitely not making those decisions today. I've got a couple of big picture questions for you. Um, A lot of teams have added the patch on the Jersey, and I know that's not your department, but let's say the Cubs add the patch, the sponsorship patch uh, in the future. And let's say you get 20 million a year on the patch. Does that mean Jed Hoyer gets twenty million dollars extra added to your payroll? <laughs> well, um, yeah, listen, I know our our business side guys are going to do a great job selling the patch, and I mean it's uh, they're really good at their job, and it's really good real estate to sell. You know, you get um, a lot of eyeballs on on the patch, and so I, you know they'll do really well for it. And yes, there's no question that uh, a huge percentage of that of that money will uh, go right to our uh, our payroll, which is which is fantastic. Okay, and building on that, and I know you're yeah, here. We go. You're a fan of, of of really good food, and I know you love a really good uh, Boca restaurant. Uh, Kevin Bame and Rob Katz. We've talked about that with you. So let's say I'm asking you about a specific steak, and specifically a porterhouse. And the good thing about a porterhouse steak, it's like getting two different meats in the same steak. You get on one side of the steak. You get the filet, but that's not all you get because on the other side of the steak, you get the New York strip. Now, it's going to cost you a lot because you're getting a good piece of beef. Yeah, because you're getting two things in that one piece of meat. Are you willing to pay a lot for those two things, even if it costs you, say, 500 million or 600 million dollars? I will say that was the best question I've gotten maybe ever. Um the the build up to that, the c- connecting a Boca restaurant and a porterhouse with a you know all time great major league baseball player that was that yeah. was amazing. So uh, I will give you a ton of credit. Um, 
I'm at risk of uh, of being called out for for tampering if I say anything other than I will say that's an amazing question. Well, we're and talking about porterhouses, yeah, though. And you, we're and you not definitely about players. Uh, you definitely deserve a raise for that. So <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. This was similar to the qu- last question yeah. you asked him last I, I, time. That's we why I love Jed because yeah. Jed Jed Jed's cool <laughs> about having fun and dealing with this. The you know the BS that we we, yeah. we throw his way. Hey, I want to ask you an analytics question, okay? Can yes. I do that? Yeah. Um, so Involving beef or players? Uh, <laughs> you know what? If, if you choose. I don't have, right. you know, I, I didn't have one, you know, ready for you with regard to food. I did have one for players, but what, who decides ultimately, do you talk with Rossi or is it Rossi's decision who bats where in the lineup? And the question I ask, I mean, we've had this discussion and we're a couple of boobs as we have, yes, you know, self-proclaimed in the past. But who decides that Bellinger bats fourth instead of third or second? Is that you? Is that Grossi? Is it a combination of both? And what is the explanation for where a guy like him who's having a fabulous year, where he bats in your order? Yeah, so ultimately it comes down to Rossi, and we have, you know, lineup optimizers that will run uh, based on the lineups, and um, we can we can do all that. And you know, obviously the, the, the kind of theories on lineup construction have changed throughout the years. I, I always try to go to the very simplest thing, which is you just want to hit your your best players the most often. You want the guys to get on base at the top of the lineup, uh, and you want guys in the, you know, in the middle that can that can drive them in. I think I think four makes a lot of sense for Cody. Um, because he's hitting for a high batting average and he puts the ball on play, you know, the, um, the expectation or hope is that the guys in front of him um, have gotten on base, and he's a, he's a really perfect RBI guy right now because of the fact that he's putting everything in play. So I think that makes sense for him right now. But, um, yeah, we, we work with Rossi, and there's always a, a, a push and pull with that kind of thing because you want to make sure um, that players are comfortable. You don't want to just every day they're looking at a different lineup spot based on the pitcher. I think you know, you're trying to optimize the run scoring. You're also somewhat trying to optimize for the people involved in that lineup and not you know moving them around too much. But yes, uh, we work the Rossi on it, but ultimately that's his decision. And and with Bellinger, uh, real quick as well. I, I know when you signed him, you, you, you hoped that he would return to form from a few years back. But the way he has played, both in the field and at the dish, has he even surprised you to the upside? Oh, for sure. I mean, listen, he's done this before. So, right. um, you know, guys that win MVPs and Rookie of the Years, they shouldn't, their, their performance should not surprise you. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we signed him, if you told me he was going to be doing this, um, yeah, I would have been surprised, candidly. I mean, he's been... He's been amazing, and, and the way he's done it too. I mean, really, these last six to eight weeks have just been been sensational. And uh, you know, emotionally with with the team, uh, I feel like he's been such a, a huge part of what what we're doing uh, for a guy that that just got here as well. So yeah, I've, I've been I've been surprised by it. It'd be it'd be hard not to be surprised at just how exceptionally he's been playing. Yeah. Judd, before we let you go, Bellinger noted this and 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 explain uh, the thought behind it. Why is it important to you guys? Because I think he was really impressed by it. Why is it important to you guys to keep your players in the loop about possible trades? I mean, they're humans, right? I mean, imagine if I just told you that you got you're going to be working for a different station and have a different house, and you know your your, your wife was going to get up and move. And I just think it's so important to to do that. I mean, um, it's the right thing to do, obviously, but I also think it's it's super important. You know, like I want I want guys that 
you know, when they leave here to be like, yeah, I, I was, I was treated really well. Now I'd love it if Cody stayed for a long time, but if he left, it's like, yeah, listen, they kept me in the loop. They, they talked to me about it. I would, I don't ever want someone to be blindsided by something like that because it is life changing. Um, it's unusual and um, it's part of this weird business we're in, but you know, if someone told me I was moving tomorrow and I was going to live in a different place and I was going to have different coworkers, I'd be kind of shocked by it. It would kind of rattle my world. So trying to realize that this is a, a bunch of humans playing a, a game that, you know, is televised and talked about and uh, trying to give them that treatment, I think is really important. And uh, I'm glad he appreciated it. And um, I'm also really glad we didn't have to trade him. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of Cubs fans are. Jed, great stuff. Uh, get a win and then enjoy a porterhouse, okay? Yes, thank you, Jed. Oh, fantastic. Two, <laughs> two great cuts of meat in one. That's amazing. Amen. I'm in. Right. <laughs> See you guys. Thanks, Take care. There's Jed. Jed Hoyer. Uh, he called you. The, the question you gave him, I think, I forget what bar. We were way the hell out there. Uh, uh, the last time we right. talked to the Jed. The Robbie he, Gold uh, Stroman question. And he said it was the best question he had ever heard at that point. I don't know you if he said the it. best. He said that's that a really great way. Yeah. One of the best. And then today I got the best question. The best yeah, question we, ever. We, we workshopped that with Carm earlier, yes. with Carm and Peggy. And we, we, like, we started off saying maybe a grocery store, a two-for-one. And then I think well Carmen done. helped me with the steak. And then and we devised it. He can't talk about Shohei. And that with the porterhouse... We're, we came up with, with the comp on the two-for-one. Yeah, but I think he said at the end, oh, two great cuts of meat, I'm in. Yeah. So I think he this yeah, is his way of he's saying in. that the Cubs are in on Shohei. Yes, he is. That's the way I'm taking it. By the way, speaking of Vin, Eloy is not in the lineup tonight. No. So Eloy is out of the lineup for the Sox. Yeah, I think that didn't Griffol, we, we knew that, right? Griffol really? had said that, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. it's for yeah. sure now. For sure, he's he's out. You got You never know with that team. Get him a trainer, like, like again. Well, there's at this baseball point, stuff, yeah. and then there's stuff that you can do to get your muscles into shape, aren't there? Like, there's ways to help your body. Yeah, I, I mean, it's something they definitely are going to have to look at closer, even again this year. All right, uh, thanks, Cubs. <laughs> it it is weird how you know five years ago, and then how it's come to this. It's amazing. All right, three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you want to react to Jed, um, and there was an interesting comp there too with what Jed said and how the Sox did do business before the deadline and what one of their players said. We could talk about that, and we've got hot take time machine coming up. Your chance to win something from Grand and Western Liquors. I'm going there after the show. A matter of fact, so some great stuff uh, coming your way. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Mom always said, have a heart. And now Great Clips is making that easy. Visit any Great Clips location in Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana and support the 15th annual Have a Heart campaign for the local Ronald McDonald houses. With a donation of $2 or more, receive $2 off your next haircut. Show your heart by giving families the gift of comfort and care that the five local Ronald McDonald houses offer to families in need. Great Clips has provided enough funding to keep over 11,000 families together for the night. That's a savings of over $6 million in housing and food costs when they need it most. Please donate today. Check in online via the Great Clips app or from the web. Check the wait, get your name on the list, and get a ready next text when your wait is under 15 minutes. Then head to the salon and get right in. And make mom proud. Have a heart. On now through September 2nd, Great Clips it's going to be great. All salons are independently owned and operated. Contact your local salon for specific safety measures. 
Chicago Cubs baseball is on Marquee Sports Network all season long. Tune in tonight, 7.05, when the Cubs take on the White Sox. It's the series finale at Wrigley Field. Tune in at 6 for Cubs Live, the award-winning pregame show, and stick around after each game for Cubs postgame live. For full schedule, visit MarqueeSportsNetwork.com. We're not supposed to leave. And now, it's time for a trip to the past. I don't understand how we back in time. I'm so scared. Come on, I really got to be the a- says it. Must be some kind of... Hot tub time machine. Oh, no, no, no. Not a hot tub time machine. I'll be back. It's a hot take time machine. Well, more accurately, travel back in time. We can't travel into the future. When we go back and examine what the hell was being talked about and said. (laughs) That was the day I invented time travel. It's time for the ESPN Chicago Hot Take Time Machine. We have to go back, Kate. Presented by Waddle and Sylvie. We have to go back. Something away too while we have some fun looking back on a hot take time machine. This is 10 years ago. We're looking for caller 10 right now. You'll win a gift card to Grand and Western Liquors. I have a uh, a run for some stuff that I'm picking up today at Grand and Western Liquors. I'm gonna say hi to my guy Alex. I want you to do the same. Whether you're stocking up for the game on Saturday or Anything that you have uh, for the last bit of summer? Isn't he the same guy that does your windows, Alex? No, that's, that's Alan. Alan. Oh, I'm sorry. Alan. They're, they're two totally different names. I got you. I forgot. Alan and Alex are completely different. No, I know that. I just forgot. They're, they're four letters, but yes, they're different. Yeah. Uh, Grand and Western Liquors located at the corner of? Grand and Western. Right in the heart of the city, and they yeah. pass the savings along to you. Don't you know it. Uh, Caller 10 right now, 312-332-3776, who win a gift card to Grand and Western Liquors. <laughs> yeah, Alex uh, has been there for a long time, and Alan is uh, at Window Nation. All right, what do we got, uh, Tyler? So this is 10 years ago. You told me this is a good one, too. Yeah, so you tweeted out 10 years ago, I hope I'm proven wrong, but my humble opinion is the Cubs will never win with Castro. It's not youth, it's who he is. Hashtag Star Not Castro. You were right. Starlin Castro, yeah. He did he did in fifteen finally contribute a little bit. I used to call Starlin Castro um a Swiss Army knife. But like you know how everyone always would say like that is a compliment? My whole thing about the Swiss Army knife is what is really useful in the Swiss Army? That's a really good question. Like, the knife is not it's, a sharp knife. I think it's a bit overvalued. The, 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 the scissors sucks. Yeah. Like, what are you really cutting with the scissors? Everything on that knife is pretty much mediocre. Can you really open up a bottle of wine with that corkscrew? You're probably going to leave half the cork in the bottle. So that was my point. Like, yes, there are, there are many things in that, but I don't think it was really good at anything. It wasn't a tool that you really preferred to use. Um, so that's, I, he was, he was a little overrated and they ended up moving him out as their shortstop and second baseman. You know, remember before Baez was ready, he was, I think with Addison Russell, he was their second baseman. Yeah. And then eventually Baez moved into his spot. 
Where did he end up going to the Marlins? I think so. It was? I think he was on the Yankees, the Marlins, Marlins. and Washington yeah. afterwards. After. So he went to the Yankees. What, what was he in? Was he involved? Which trade was he in on? I don't. Was, I it, think was he, he was. Was he, a, was he a trade? Was it a sign? Because he played 2016 the entire season with the Yankees. So he was just a free agent. Did they just let him go then? Might have been. Because 15, he did look. He did do some things for them. Throughout the 15 season, and I think maybe even he played a couple of playoff games yeah, for them. Yeah, he started a few playoff games. He had a couple of multi-hit games. Yeah. He was great in that Cardinal series. Yeah. yeah, in 2015, he had a couple big hits, right? Yes, yes. I like it. Like, Theo was never a big fan, but he did win them over more than I think they thought he would win them over. And he was involved uh, in the—the Cubs traded him in the winter of his final season— where they had control to the Yankees for Adam Warren. Pitcher, right? Correct. Who never did much for the Cubs. A reliever? Or was yes. he a star- failed he was, starter? He was of. a reliever. I believe right. he was like a long reliever, yeah. So, yeah, this was so this was 2013 when he was like Starling Castro was their top guy. This was when they we thought they were building around Rizzo and Starling Castro. When those were like their two primetime prospects. And everyone thought it was, what, Samarja, Rizzo, Castro. Yes. So I wasn't like that off on that. Yeah, I think No, I, I mean, we gave you credit right, that yeah. you were right. And Adam Warren actually was then traded back to the Yankees in the Chapman deal. Okay. So he was, yeah, they traded him with, with Torres. With Torres, with Torres yes. yeah. Trying to decide on who to bet, bet on tonight. For Cubs socks, yeah. uh, lineups the, are out. Are the socks a? Uh, what are the? I would bet the socks are probably plus one forty. Uh, I have not checked yet. Because I was looking at the lineups. I like to look at the matchups and how players have hit against the pitchers they're facing. Oh. But with Assad in, you know, on the mound, it's hard because not many, nobody's really seen him. Not a lot of hits. So then I look at how the Cubs players have fared against Clevenger in their career. So I try to look at that a little bit when I'm gambling, then I lose. That's kind of how it goes. Well, what's I had the, money on the Cubs last night. Give, what's the value? That's that's what I look at. I need too. to find out. I've got a free bet available, so I got I got to play a baseball parlay. So I'm going to bet on the Cubs again tonight. It's just a matter of how I'm going to. Cubs are minus one sixty six. Wow. Socks are plus one forty. I hit it on the nose. You're just having a stellar day. Like I don't know how it can get any better. I just retire. That's it. <laughs> I Jed said it was the best. It was the best question he'd ever heard. You're pushing you nailed, me towards that. Aren't you, you nailed the ten year ago uh, thing, and you just nailed the. It's, I don't know how I can get any better. It's only going to go downhill from there. You might get a house too. You might get a house. That, that was, By how the about, way, uh, like I, I mean, he won, he won lunch on a. He was able to die right. Look at me. that. I'd quit. Everything's coming Today up. Today is a banner day. It Everything's is. coming Played up. A lot on the way home. By the way, like I. There was a lot of yelling that went on with Wilbon, and, and I don't think that any of us realized we're kind of on the same page with regard to the facility more than he thinks. No, like we're we not going, realize that he doesn't right, realize like, that right, we're on I'm the same I'm not married to Arlington Heights. I just want a facility that they build that is magnificent for people and fans, gives you an atmosphere where you can do a ton of stuff after the game, and also get out of there in a decent period of time and not be locked in the way you are at Soldier Field. I don't believe that's asking for too much. I'm with you. Can you please cut up the part where Wilbon at first was going to say, I think he was going to say, like, if they get Shohei, I'll die or something. (laughs) 
What was he? He was saying something really morbid. Bet that, my life, right? Uh, uh, that he yes. was going to bet his life. Yeah, yes. That they won't get Shohei. And then, and then he switched it to, if they get Shohei, I'll give you a house. And we need to save that because I don't think, while, while again, it's, it's, there are, there's competition. And sure, the Dodgers and Seattle and San Diego and even the Angels have, have a good chance to get him too. I don't think it's outlandish to think that the Cubs could get him. I, and, and for me, I think there are worse ways to win a house than the Cubs landing Shohei Otani when I've got nothing to bet. This is, I feel great about this. I that's actually, actually, I think that's the best way to win a house is to also have your favorite baseball team sign possibly the greatest free agent in sports history. I think that would be, it doesn't get any better than that if you're Sylvie. And if the if the Bears do build a stadium in the city, the Bears may sell back the land in Arlington Heights to like a developer who's going to build new homes on that plot of land. They could build you a new home. I could, yes. Wilbon could buy me a new house on that plot of land. Yes. I think Wilbon takes the L on the Otani take, though, by the way. I do, too. Yeah, like, yeah about like, mean, the, the Babe Ruth stuff? Well, no, no, but because the Angels haven't gotten to the playoffs, oh, yeah. he doesn't want Shohei Otani? No, it's crazy. It's like, again, like Walt. It's the same but, way. I'll, but, take, I'll take Trout if, you, if he's available, too. I'll yeah, take him of course. as well. Or, like, did, the, did Walter Payton suck because the Bears never got to the, to the playoffs all those years? It's, no, it's, it's, Walter Payton was great. It's Calvin Johnson's fault that the Lions never won a playoff game while he was there. Yes, you've got Barry to look Sanders. at what another team can do with do that you, guy. Would you rather have Shohei or not have Shohei if you're a, a favorite or for your favorite baseball team? It's not like you know. It's not the Jay Cutler argument. Like like Jay doesn't win. Right. You know, you can't have Jay as a quarterback because he right. doesn't win playoff games. By the way, I believe Nate Davis is in pads and going through uh, practice. Oh, good. That's I saw Demarcus Walker's out there too, but that's that a bit. Correct. That's even bigger. This was from 33 minutes ago from Courtney. Right guard Nate Davis is in pads, going through stretching right now. So my guess is is he's going through practice here, but not practicing. Chase Claypool, Jaquan Brisker, Lucas Patrick. Uh, What's wrong with Gates Brisker? And Blackwell. Uh, Brisker's been out. I, I don't know. Yeah. That, I guess he, he what about um is Edmonds back? The, uh, that I don't know. He it's was just, not on the list of players that were out right. for today. So Yeah. So my guess is he's probably back and participating. All right, let's give away some football fest tickets right now. <laughs> Caller two right now. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Caller two. And just like you got to be quick on the phone, you got to be quick to buy these tickets because they are going fast. Like hotcakes. If you think you've got time because it's not until August 27th and you've got a couple weeks left here, they're going fast and they may not last long. So they're only $10. Text your buddies, get a crew together, see us on Sunday, August 27th. Hard Rock Casino, Northern Indiana. It's a great spot, 30 minutes from Soldier Field, home of the Bears. And uh, you're going to see Barstool Big Cat. You're going to see Joniak and Thayer. You're going to see Adam Schefter and Field Yates. You're going to see all of us. We're going to talk regular football. We're going to talk gambling. We're going to talk fantasy football. All of it. And we're going to socialize. We're going to have a great time. They've got gaming, of course, there at Hard Rock Casino, Northern Indiana. 
Go on their website to buy tickets, hardrockcasinonorthernindiana.com or Ticketmaster to buy your tickets if you don't win. We'll have another chance to win tomorrow as well. So we'd love to see you there. Get a crew together, and uh, we hope to see you August 27th. All right, we'll give you the lineups for uh, today's Cubs-Sox game uh, coming up next. Hey, it's your friend Tom Waddle here to tell you about the best banking team in all of Chicago, our friends and partners at Trust. And just like a perfectly designed play, Trust creates a game plan to help you reach all of your financial goals, like a checking account for your family, for a savings account for your kids, financial planning for your retirement, or a loan for your local business. Whatever the need, Trust has the right game plan for you. Trust team of bankers, lenders, mortgage experts, and wealth and treasury management professionals all stand ready for any play life throws your way. So come check out Chicago's Bank, and when you open a new total access checking account today, you'll get a special $300 offer. Visit Wintrust.com slash TAC or uh, visit them in any of their nearby locations to get to know your banker. Wintrust, proud to call this city home. $100 is required to open. Requirements to qualify must use link to apply. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Cross talk with them brought to you by our great friends and partners at Steinhoffels. Can't wait to solidify uh, my basement as they renovate down there with some new furniture for the football season. Get all comfortable. There's new uh, leather couches that recline for everybody. Uh, and then get a new swivel chair for the office here and everything. Uh, I've got the Cubs lineup. Do you have the Sox lineup? I do. What about the visiting White Sox for tonight's game? Uh, batting first and playing short, Tim Anderson. Andrew Benintendi will play left bat second. Luis Robert Jr. is center field and batting third. Mankata playing third in cleanup. Andrew Vaughn will DH bat fifth. Gavin Sheets will bat sixth and play first base. Grandal will catch and bat seventh. Uh, Elvis Andrews is second baseman, bats eight, and Colas will play right field and bat nine. So no Aloy in the lineup, no. and Anderson is back. So nothing on the suspension today. I thought there was uh, some talk that he would have this figured out or the league would come down with the appeal. Um, there's nothing. He had the stiff neck yesterday, and he was scratched from the lineup. Watch him tomorrow drop his appeal. He plays the Cubs, and he drops the appeal after the Cubs series is over. I don't know. It was weird that he didn't play, though, yesterday. Oh, that's true. With a stiff neck. He's missed two games with injury while he's been appealing. Uh, The Cubs lineup is Talkman in center, Horner at second, Hap in left, Bellinger at first. So they're typical one, two, three, four. Um, Swanson is at short, Morrell DHing. Candelario at third, Suzuki in right, and Tucker Barnhart does the catching. Pretty much, isn't that their lineup from yesterday except for Barnhart catching? I believe so, yes. Instead of Gomes and uh, Javier Assad. Gosh, when was the last time you saw Tucker Barnhart behind the dish? Been a while. It's been a little bit, yes. So that's their lineup today against the White Sox. Boys, what do you have uh, coming up for your long half-hour show? 
We've got some baseball stuff. And did Sylvie kill good question? Is good question done now? Because he has gotten the greatest question of all time. Well, don't give it away all, all at once there, there Tyler. Yeah, we're going to have to... We're going to have to bat it back and forth and determine whether or not, since we're filling in for Black and Abdallah tonight, we're going to set the table for them tomorrow. Do I just get one point for that, or do I get zero points for that? Yeah, I I think, honestly, the way the rules work, I think it's going to be a zero-pointer. But I will say the email was sent. But the question... Right. Do Do I get a point for great question... When someone not says, "Great, not great, best ever, best ever question," do I get? You definitely well, get credit, for sure. maybe, but or does it just kill the bit altogether? Right, does good question have to go away when the best question has been asked. It's called good question, right? Yes. When you someone says great question, you still get yes. a point. Yes. So if someone says that's the best question ever, you should still get a point. So I think we've solved it. So maybe we won't, we won't do that at six <laughs> fifteen. We'll talk about the Cubs and Sass, get you prepped for that, of course. No, I want to hear this. I wanna... <laughs> I'll be listening, boys. Thank you. Uh, there's uh, Meller and Tyler that did a great job. Thanks to Jed Hoyer, who joined us today. And very enthusiastic exchange today with Wilbon for that full that was hour. Fun. It was great to see him, yeah. too, in person. There's some really good arguments. All right. Uh, we are back tomorrow right at 2 o'clock. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Wednesday night. Yes.